The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Beyond and hello and welcome to a very special IGN podcast beyond post show for a state of play. That certainly was a state of play. Yes. I'm Max Scoville. I'm joined by Brian Altano hello. Right here in the studio and remotely Nick Lamone and Akeem Lawanson. Yo, Hi, fellas. We saw that was they showed us some games. That's yeah, a lot that, of games. they certainly so, did, Max. Okay, so just, this is why they pay you the first, big bucks. How dare you? First things first, <laughs> what's vibe check on this? Was this? Uh, so I, I okay, I'll, I'll say I went in with like pretty muted expectations, and there was some cool stuff in there. Um, I don't think this was like the big banger. This, you know, they, they, they let us know this is going to be focused on indies and third parties, and we did get some like big stuff in there, which is great. I'm still waiting for the kind of here's what's next in the portfolio from PlayStation, but. To hold us over, there's some cool stuff, and we got some new looks at Spider-Man, Final Fantasy VII, others. So, uh, you know, yeah, all right. so, uh, enthusiastic. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nick, what was your what was your feeling on this? I came in with like this is going to be a presentation of known quantities, yeah. things that I already knew were going to be coming. You know, of course, we're going to get another look at Spider-Man Two, which at this point, I just want to play the game. And yes, deep down, there was a part of me I was like Nicholas. When I woke up today, I was like, you're probably going to see some more footage of the Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. But my God, I was not prepared for everything I just saw. I am vibrating <laughs> in my chair. Uh, this this escalated this from like a B presentation all the way to an A minus because you know what? I love Final Fantasy VII. All right. Fair enough. I mean, we got we to gotta give it up to, to Square Enix on that one. I mean, they started, they started off with... Uh with foam stars and then they built up to final fantasy and and what we got coming out of the foam stars camp okay was okay phenomenal <laughs> all like, right we, we now, all we now know there's gonna be an open beta we you know we got like a list of different characters like i okay. i am so okay. also we found out about roblox which i'm super excited for oh my like, god i don't know I'm, about y'all if you think about, about like this. a ragtag group of uh heroes <laughs> getting together in like a in a futuristic gonna, city uh under yeah. the square we're, enix logo i mean you can't do better than foam stars we're gonna come back to that 100 percent if, if if you misbehave, yep. we're going to come back to that and talk about foam stars a whole. It's a threat. Let's, let's just get into it first and foremost. Spider Man Two, Akeem, you actually you can't talk about it quite yet, but you got a chance to go check out Spider Man Two. Can you tease anything about that? Uh, yeah. Uh, the the game uh, plays like you would expect. Uh, I can't say much. the The embargo is, is up tomorrow, but you know, okay. I'm, I'm definitely going to be talking about it um, next week uh, on Beyond. Yes. Uh, 
Yeah, I, for the, sure. The thing is, so what we saw uh, was was three minutes, you know, giving us information about like how we're going to get, you know, two, uh, doubling the size of of, of the city, mm-hmm. um, all the various different costumes, sixty five different suits. These are things I can talk about, um, and like all the all the assist attacks and whatnot, uh, seamlessly, you know, switching between the two Spider Man. It's from what I've seen. I can't talk about what I from what I play, but from what I've seen, like if, if you're if you, it looks like they've just pretty much refined the formula, right? You know, the from the 2018 uh, Spider-Man game, Miles Morales, and they pretty mm-hmm. much just refined it and added a bunch of things that I didn't even know I wanted. Like, yeah, I, I, I mean, had no idea I wanted Spider-Man gliding. Yeah, well, know, so that's that's the big speeds. thing is is that like Spider-Man 2018 was running on 2013 hardware. You yeah, know? like that yeah. is a last-gen game. Mm-hmm. This is from the ground up, made for PS5. And I remember one of the mm-hmm. first things we saw for the PS5 was like an early tech demo that showed exactly how fast the new console could render New York in Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and it was just like you know blowing through the streets just just super super fast and we got to see that actually used in game here uh and it's showing that like in addition to being able to swing from buildings like you do they kind of showed how the glider works a little bit better and there's spots where you can sort of see i'm guessing this is probably an upgrade where you can see like uh gusts of wind that you can ride on right right trajectory yeah yeah Yeah. it's just really cool and i mean just the the sheer scale of it i'm getting a getting kind of a hard answer about that that it's it's i mean brooklyn queens and then manhattan as well this the uh, insomniac are they're just tech wizards they're brilliant they they've they've gotten the most out of the ps5 i think by far of any of any other studio um if you look at what they did with ratchet and clank they took a they took a tried and true franchise that they've been perfecting for years and they threw it through the PS5 tech. And they're like, look, look there's these portals now and they let you instantly tra- travel from place to place. The fast travel that we saw in this in this demo today blew my mind. That's the, that's exactly like the kind of stuff where you're like, oh, that's why I bought a PS5. Like the fact that it just went from like the map to zipping in instantly, uh, switching between characters, showing like exactly where they are in the city. Like that's the kind of stuff that I, you could, you could throw a drum at a guy now. Like I'm, uh, man, I, okay. I, I think I was kind of like, yeah, all right, more Spider-Man. Cool. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. But now I'm like fully officially hyped See, to I this mean, game. I mean, that's, that's exactly it. It's like, we've, we've seen a lot of this game. It's yeah. also very much a known quantity. I'm obviously going to play it it looks like it's going to be great uh i have faith it will be great this was a lot of like little granular stuff that actually got me more excited than the big cinematic thing we saw in the last big reveal like just seeing i don't like a little bit look at the upgrade trees like some of the stuff you unlock and it honestly jumped around so much that it's hard to like kind of parse all the details but I don't know. Yeah, it's just I got I got excited again about like the little you know little things they get to do hitting somebody with a drum. I don't understand that what's going on there, but that's uh, yeah. sixty five so, I mean, costumes, and then you can sixty five costumes. Yeah, yes. and you can have different looks for them. So there's like two hundred and fifty different combinations. Oh right, right, right. You can do. Yeah, that's so, wild. Yeah, so like, a, yeah, one suit. There's can a vodka like, something like armored variants. core to me where you can like change the different shading on different parts of Spider-Man. So I was like, yes, I want to be able to make, you know, my, my black, silver, white Spider-Man. Make him look like that inevitably Everybody makes. He looks awesome. Cannot wait. Yeah. I'm, I'm dying to see what kind of like retro throwback, like cell shaded ones we get. Like I love the, uh, I love the, you know, classic look in the first one and also the Spider-Verse, you know, that's the kind of that skips animation frames. I thought that was really cool. And they're obviously showing like the, the really pretty new shiny ones, but I want some, some uh you know some janky old looking ones for boring old people like me and brian mm-hmm. uh no this what's looks a like a super what's a janky spider-man costume looking one. <laughs> a janky spider-man costume is the one that's like the ski mask and the goggles that he you know fights macho man wearing you know okay gotcha. yeah that's what i'm talking about uh scarlet the, spider's kind of janky looking it's just a a, a ripped t-shirt or whatever a ripped uh sweater just jim spider-man yeah, but that's yeah, for no. aesthetics though that's yeah not... <laughs> 
So they they did some stuff here that like I kind of rolled my eyes at a little bit, but now thinking about it more, I kind of dig like instead of just map markers and icons, which I, I'm sure they'll have because every open world the game needs them now. Um, there is a lot of visual cues in the open world, like the kind of like those robot uh, vulture drones you can follow around and kind of orbs in the sky and stuff like that that start side quests and mini missions. I really dig that. Also, like every time we see Venom and like it, he's just hulking and gigantic. I, I just, yeah. I, I cannot wait to like that's 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 the kind of encounters like I really can't wait for in this game. They also talked about how they're they're bringing in some villains that they haven't shown yet and that ha they've never done before, and that's yeah, exciting said, to me. Yeah, yeah. The 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 phrasing of that I think was like that haven't appeared in the Spider Man universe. So yeah. like I'm I'm kind of I'm curious what that means. Like I mean, in, in, these in this exist in the comics. In this, or? No, yeah, it's right. Not, it's not. I don't think it's to be like original characters, but it's stuff that we haven't seen in the Insomniac you know, gamerverse or whatever they call it. Mm -hmm. uh, so that'll be, that'll be cool to see. I, I'm, I'm hoping Morbius is there and we could kick his ass. I think that'd be nice. <laughs> uh, and who knows, maybe this is like a deep tease for like, oh, maybe there's like, you'll see some X-Men villains with the upcoming Wolverine game that from Insomniac. I don't know. Just speculating. It's I, an exciting time have... to, to be, it, it feels like, it feels odd to be excited about a Marvel thing when, you know, on the cinematic front, it's all stuff that for the most part, everyone knows what's happening with Insomniac Spider-Man. It just feels like a, 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 a clean slate. Yes. I don't yep. know what to expect. And that's what makes me. Excited. I would love to mm -hmm. see some some kind of teases for Wolverine in there. I think that's totally fair. I think it'd be nice. You know, the last one we had, you know, there's like, oh, there's the Baxter building. There's the, you know, Avengers Tower. Like what's going on there? And it's like they're not there. They're not home. They're over at Crystal Dynamics' house or whatever. Right. <laughs> uh, but in this case, like, it's very possible that we have, like, I don't know, you, if, there's a, maybe, maybe you see Wolverine. Maybe he, you try to hang out with him and he tells you to go away or something. Mm -hmm. Profane <laughs> language. I don't know. Um, so Spider-Man 2 is just around the corner. That's happening in October. Happening even sooner than that, a nice little curveball here. Uh, a fun surprise that next week we are getting the long-awaited, much-rumored, much-expected, much-anticipated Resident Evil 4 Separate Ways expansion DLC. Yes. All about the adventures of Ada Wong. Brian, this is your game. Oh God, yeah. So, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm. It's, it's uh, mid September, so I'm doing that thing where I'm rattling in my brain, like, what are your summer, your favorite games this year? I'm looking back and reflecting, looking forward on what, what's left to play. Uh, Assignment Ada was the thing that came later in the original version of Resident Evil, uh, specifically to PS2. So, like, the GameCube version didn't get that. Uh, when they ported it to PS2, it came there, and eventually it made it to uh, basically every other system that Resident Evil 4 was ported to, which was every other system ever made um it's finally getting this now the original version was about like somewhere between four and six hours and it effectively sits alongside the same campaign that leon's in but it's told from ada's perspective and you're uh kind of infiltrating the same areas and conflicts from a different angle uh and sometimes setting up stuff that impacts uh leon and vice versa now there's a little bit of tricky wordiness here that i want to dig into uh they said that this is a free update I dug into this a little bit. The game is getting a free update, and that is uh, Ada and Wesker are coming to Mercenaries, but Capcom has confirmed that Assignment Ada will be paid DLC. So if you own the base game, which you should because it's awesome, you'll have to buy this separately, which stings a little bit because I, I think they kind of obfuscated that a little bit, but I'm going to do it. I, I bought every version of this game ever. I, this is the best-looking version of Assignment Ada I've ever seen. Gives me a good excuse to go back into that game. Game of the Year talk's going to come up in a few months, so it kind of refreshes the yeah, platter nice. for everybody. So for that. Yeah. Uh, if, if you didn't 
buy this, I would be genuinely worried about you as Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> That's just not I mean Yeah. Yeah. No, um, like as if this month and next month weren't busy enough, but I'm um, everything gets pushed aside for yeah. RE4. We also got to look at the PlayStation VR2 RE4 yeah. version, which uh I feel like this is a much more interesting look at it than we've gotten previously before it just kind of looked like what we expected mm -hmm. this one i don't know yeah akeem you're you're a big psvr guy what, what is your what's your feeling on this yeah well what we saw because um, i'm pretty sure you all remember uh capcom earlier this year had like a bit of a showcase uh where they showed uh yep yeah, psvr2 <laughs> footage of resident evil 4 but it was the same thing that they showed at the at another state of play if i if i'm recalling correctly it was the same footage that they showed earlier this year um, during a PlayStation uh, State of Play. Um, now, this, or it was a showcase, one of the two. Anyways, uh, this is a lot more refined. This yeah. look that, that we're, we're getting at. Um, so they've definitely come a long way since the, they initially announced that they were going to be uh, doing this. And I'm hoping that there's other games that come out beforehand, but I don't think so. We, we know that it's coming out in the wintertime, so, that, so that might be the time that I dust off my PSVR 2 yeah. and, uh, and put it back on my head to, to play. Akeem, I wanted to point out real quick. Uh, so the Meta Quest 2 or the Oculus Quest 2 got a uh, exclusive version of Resident Evil 4 that was based on like the original GameCube yeah. Wii PS2 version. And so like mm -hmm. that game is really cool and really interesting. But like when you get up really close and stuff like that, it's it's the kind of early 2005 textures. This is proper RE4 remake. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's it's gorgeous. I've been like kind of whatever on PSVR 2. This is one of those mm -hmm. things where I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> I need to play this game somehow. So I'm going to figure really? that out. So, wait, are, are you thinking about getting a PSVR 2? Is that what I'm hearing, Brian? No, I'm, I'm just going to come over and hang out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're always welcome over. You know that. Thank you. Can oh, I crash I, on the I, couch for like 20, 30 hours and platinum sure, this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, can, you can sleep in my studio, actually. <laughs> so, we, we actually just saw at the uh, the whole iPhone reveal, whatever, they had they had RE8 or was it 4? Uh, uh, Resident Evil Village and Resident Evil 4. Are okay, yeah, to, but yeah. running on a, on a touch screen, which had a whole lot of cl uh, controls on the screen. It seems like mm -hmm. a lot to unpack. I, I was joking that like it'd be really funny <laughs> to see people compete like one person's got to play through it in vr one person's got to play it on their phone and see who can you know get through that the fastest that's yeah. like a real survival horror challenge not necessarily a good time for playing but you know now speaking of good time nick you had a good time during this presentation because of final fantasy 7 rebirth you are a big huge ff7 fan uh how are you feeling how are you doing Honestly, I, I'm still trying to like parse everything I saw because they threw a lot at us within, you know, the span of two minutes and so much that I didn't expect that we would ever get a glimpse of. Like, not only did we see like teases of what would be coming in later chapters of Final Fantasy VII, we saw, you know, Corel, which is Barrett's hometown. We saw Junon, where Rufus is getting inaugurated. We got a, a tease of the weapons, the uh, all capital weapons, the biological giant kaiju that defend uh, all of the planet. Uh, we saw all summons I didn't expect to see. We saw a bunch of dual attacks. We saw the flashback to the past with Sephiroth and Cloud investigating the Mako reactor we saw the mini games at the gold yes. saucer which i didn't <laughs> yes. think we'd be getting and and like not just that but the attention to detail of what those mini games were were are what make me so excited about this remake and slash rebirth of final fantasy 7 we got kachi uh, but like the fighting mini game right back on final fantasy 7 ps1 it was such a janky you know uh rock paper scissors style game 
not only did they manage to capture that perfectly on PS5, but you are using the original Final Fantasy VII polygons as your your character fighter so screen. And then they have the the motorcycle mini game. They, they got so much. I could go on and on and on. I, we saw Alexander. We saw Kajata. We saw Odin. Oh man! <laughs> you think God, we're gonna get I'm snowboarding, so or are they gonna cut that? I think we're going to get snowboarding. Think so? I think they, they've shown so much already. So we got to be getting yeah, snowboarding. Yeah. I've always but, said like Final Fantasy seven is a really good snowboarding game with just way too many menus to get into it. <laughs> a lot of random battles in that snowboarding game. I don't understand it. Uh, but the one thing that I think had me the most like fanboy standing up in my chair was, you know, in the original Final Fantasy seven cloud tells the crew like, Hey, I kind of have a messed up past with this guy named Sephiroth. Not only do we get to see what that looks like here on, you know, the PS five hardware, but we saw cloud and Sephiroth doing a dual attack together, which is one of the new mechanics here. And I, I swear everyone who's ever owned a, a wall scroll just stood up in, in <laughs> unison and just cheered at the top of their lungs. Like that is what I've always wanted to see is cloud and Sephiroth working together because you know they used to be buddies so mm -hmm. like they just showed a lot here that has you know I, I, without a doubt final fantasy 7 fans are drooling everywhere so, I'm, so this is I, very just exciting. like you nick you <laughs> can't even talk up. This episode of Podcast Beyond is brought to you by NordVPN, a great way to protect yourself online while also improving your overall experience while enjoying cyberspace are you tired of streaming shows, movies, or sporting events being unavailable in your region due to draconian restrictions that are based on completely arbitrary geographical boundaries in physical meat space? Well, switch your virtual location to a place where that's no longer an issue. The same goes for shopping. You can get the best possible deal on subscriptions, flights, hotels, and other goods and services like that from websites that like to play favorites with certain territories and currencies. Meanwhile, encrypted traffic protects your data from hackers, viruses, malware, phishing sites, and other harmful hitchhikers of the information superhighway. Though really, it's more of an information autobahn because there is no speed limit with NordVPN. It is the fastest VPN in the world, so there won't be any buffering or lagging, and it'll stop your ISP from throttling your bandwidth. Isn't that nice? One NordVPN account can be used across six devices, which is great. My wife has been using our account to watch all sorts of awful British reality TV shows that aren't available here, like Argument Island or Half Naked Idiots Fall in Love, and everyone's favorite, The Worst People Just Got Married, Let's Hear Them Talk About It. Shows that are so bad, they're blocked in our part of the world for our own good, but luckily, NordVPN allows her to trick the internet into thinking she's in the UK, so she and her awful friends can shriek and howl and cackle at the TV while I'm trying to relax. I've been using my VPN too. You know what I've been using it for? None of your business. Yep, that's right. And thanks to NordVPN, my data is safely encrypted, all bundled up in a weighted security blanket of incomprehensibly complex math problems, and nobody can tell what it's doing under there. Data, you do your thing. I'll leave you alone. One month of NordVPN coverage costs less than a cup of coffee. Coffee can't protect you from cyber criminals unless you throw it at them or pour it on their computers, and you'll probably get in trouble for doing that. So get NordVPN instead. To get the best possible discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com slash pobeyond. That link will also give you four extra months on the two-year plan. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Again, that is nordvpn.com slash pobeyond. And now, back to the show. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. 
Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> a similar note to the, to the Spider-Man 2 thing, like the, the, the first part of Final Fantasy VII Remake was last gen like that was a cross-gen title this right. is a proper you know ps5 game this is and i think we're gonna see some really cool you know really cool technical stuff uh, you know because of that the the first one was like it had open areas but it was still fairly like kind of sectioned off and i get the sense this is going to be a lot more maybe not full open world but like i think it's going to have some pretty big sprawling areas as indicated by the fact that you can now rent segways and drive around on them and also get <laughs> big like six-wheeled red trucks and uh i don't know walk chocobos up walls which seems pretty cool Mm -hmm. this is i mean the first one kind of it it kind of ended where you get out you leave midgar and you get out into the overworld like nick what do you how how large of a scale are you expecting here well i mean honestly i i did not expect to see some of the locations that they showcase here because obviously we see immediately after the events of you know remake where we see our people deposited into the open world we got glimpses of the midgar zalem so you're going to be able to cross that scary marsh with the giant snake using a fancy chocobo we saw the junon area which means that we're going to be have to travel through um you know fort condor um that's i think that's what we're seeing right here we see cosmo canyon where you know red 13's from we see um uh nibelheim all this stuff like it, you're seeing a lot and and the one thing that has me extra curious we saw rufus firing the junon uh cannon which is that seaside place where he was getting inaugurated that only really happens a couple times in Final Fantasy VII, and it's when weapon attacks. So, like, there's some crazy stuff, like, stuff that you wouldn't see until the third disc of the original, or, I'm sorry, end of the second disc of Final Fantasy VII. So, it looks like we're getting a lot of game with Rebirth. And, mm. obviously, this is a reimagining, this is a rebirth of Final Fantasy. This right here is happening inside Mount Nebel, this battle right here. Um, but, like... This is why we got I, you on I the just, show, Nick. The, mm-hmm. the scope of this is staggering. And like you said, the fact that this is getting brought to PS5 is it is designed first for PS5. And with that in mind, I immediately think of Final Fantasy 16 with its very big, not open world, but very big like hub areas almost. And just how beautifully rendered that is. That combined with the kind of attention to detail we're seeing here in man. There's just going to be a whole lot of games. So if Final Fantasy 16 didn't scratch the itch you were looking for, there's no doubt in my mm-hmm. mind that Rebirth is going to be that game. That uh, that low poly in PS5 graphics minigame thing is just awesome. I, that, that is such a beautiful aesthetic. Yeah, I f- it reminds me of the Phantom Pain Solid Snake, you know, yep. rendered in oh, the yeah. Phantom Pain yeah. from PS1. It's that same like high fidelity, uh, low fidelity, high fidelity look, which is so cool. And also Vincent, we were talking about yep. the cool vampire. Oh my gosh. All right. So there's plenty more to talk about about this. Ooh. And also that is only the second of the three Final Fantasy VII remakes. I like that the, a, really, a really great PS6 launch game is probably going to be all these games in, in one package for 
I don't know, a, a five <laughs> disc collection yeah, exactly, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's touch on Helldivers for a second. Uh, this is, uh, we got a release date for this. I feel like a lot of people were expecting this to, to drop later this year. It's coming out, I think, February 8th, I want to say. Uh, yeah, it's coming to PS5 and PC. We got to look at this, and it's, I feel like the first Helldivers had like a very kind of easy drop in, drop out kind of co op. It was still a hard as, you know, hard as hell game. Uh, but this one is like a completely different animal. Like this looks right. way more like, uh, I don't know, Earth Defense Force by way of, you know, Starship Troopers and, you know, ODST. And what, what, what's all your, what's your vibe on this? Um, I, I will say ab above the gameplay, which is really good looking. I just want to say I'm completely over trailers where people have fake multiplayer uh, chatter. Like I get it. It's, it's supposed to make us as friends go, Hey, we could be just like them and do have the fun they're having. I'm, I'm, I'm laying so, down suppressive fire, Brian. Yeah. I'm man. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I, I'm just so like, and I think this was a little more natural than usual. I just feel like this is, we have to do, we have to put up with this every like three or three or four times a year at like uh, old E3s and game awards. Well, and, well, the thing is, Brian, I mean, they couldn't have like an actual, con they could, they had to clean up the conversation that they were going to have and display here. Right. I mean, like, I'm right. pretty sure you wouldn't talk this way to your friends as they did in this trailer. <laughs> no, but, you know, not at all. Compared to like Ubisoft, this felt a lot more natural. Like, you know, if you go back and watch like the the first like Division trailer where it's like, oh, I'm reloading, whatever. In this, it, I get the sense that they had the devs play through kind of the same mission a few times and they cut together the, the conversation. Uh, the mission itself was cool. They're fighting a bile titan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's It seems like this looks solid. This looks interesting. I'm curious to see what the devs, you know, who made Helldivers do with it, but it also is one of those odd cases where it's such a huge departure from what the first game is. It might as well be a new game entirely. Yeah. I No, I, I'll say I love the creature design. The lighting is awesome. The weapons look fun as hell. Like, there's there's a lot of Starship Troopers in here. Um, yeah. It's got, like, some sort of almost, like, uh, gritty shore trooper from Rogue One look to some of the the designs of the characters. The capes are fun. Yeah, it's just the banter. I'm, yeah. I, yeah, enough yeah. of the banter. <laughs> I also got to say, what? I love the, the Adobe program apps that they have over their, their heads. <laughs> it's really cool. Wow, it's a yeah, nice that touch. Is really a, that is a creative suite right there. Yeah. One thing we noted, <laughs> I love this right here, is that there is a, there's a cooperative rocket launcher reload uh, system, whatever, where like somebody has to go behind you and like put the, you know, put the missiles back in, which mm -hmm. is... I don't know. I think that's a kind of a cool touch. The little uh, backpack drones are cool, too. Yeah. Um, so while we're talking the, about... The the charm of the first game for me was like its isometric perspective and how you had to kind of play to that angle because it was very limited FOV. Um, and I was a little bit bummed when they first reveal Helldivers too because it, it abandoned that. Mm. But more to your point, Max, like I think the magic of this game is going to lie in its co-op interactions that we haven't really seen before in games. Like I really can't think of a game where you have that kind of intimate squad experience where you are relying on people for ammo, refills, things like that, and also just coordinating an airstrike. And, you know, I love a game where you can die and explode in a little bit. So, I um, mean, this is checking all the boxes for me. Uh, now, while we're talking about the big co-op and uh, the multiplayer shooters with the th where the, the liquids and the stuff. Are we doing it? Are we we're doing, we're it? doing it? it. We're talking Foam Stars. Let's All right. The Foam Stars. So uh, they are having an open beta. There's uh wow. They really they're doing September 29th uh, through September 3rd or through October 2nd. Thereabouts. It's kind of all over the place. There's a bunch of them. It's up on uh, the PlayStation blog. Uh, but basically, they're letting people get their hands on this, letting letting them get their feet wet with foam as it were we got to look at the roster here and i'm honestly like i really love how completely ridiculous these characters are 
they're all they all have very silly names like one is named like soa which is like soap but soa there's there's a <laughs> there's mel, mel tea which feels like a spice girl but it's you know implying that she's uh like viscous and melty what about <laughs> penguin penguin she dresses up like a penguin there's the barista door who makes lattes and stuff we keep joking about this game but it honestly is like it looks like it's it's having such a good time i want to see what the big deal is when's the when's the beta out it is the September 29th through October 1st or 2nd. Yeah, so I read that. I immediately started hitting up everybody at the company here at IGN. I was like, we got to redo <laughs> our Game of the Year list, scrap everything, toss out Spider-Man, Tears of the Kingdom, Baldur's Gate, everything. It's all going away because Look, the foam Ryan, stores are here, baby. Let's not lose our, our soaps here, okay? Relax, all right? Okay. Don't drop the soap on this one. Uh, I mean, this, <laughs> this game, this, this is the thing, like... I, I think, Max, you said this, like, I think it was a, a week ago that we, we were kind of sarcastically, you know, excited or pretending we were sarcastically excited for this game. But it, it became a reality for me as the, the more and more that I've seen of this game. And of course, you know, we, we talked to, to Jada um, last week and she played it at PAX and she, she raved about this game. Right. Um, I'm actually really excited for this. I mean, we're going to have like, I, th I think they're going to have like two modes we can play yeah. in the open beta. Do you want to read the, the names? Star? Yeah, Smash the Star and Happy <laughs> Bath Survival. And happy I, Bath Survival. I wish you that all sounds a Happy like Bath a Survival. I really, I really think it's going to be a wash when it comes to Game of the Year. I mean, this game has really bubbled up on my horizon. <laughs> I think it might make a splash. Yeah, I think so too. It's going to be a clean, a clean victory, I'd say. Okay. All right. Yeah. Brian, you're all washed well, up. There it is. Uh, Jeez. Finally, they, they they opened with one of the most bizarre choices for this this state of play, which was it really was Baby Steps, which we've seen before. This is. Yes. Uh, so the opposite of Foam Stars is about one man alone falling in this the mud. Is the dirtiest, <laughs> slowest game you can play. It's basically Quop meets Death Stranding. Uh, you control the, the the man's legs and make him go up stuff. The thing that jumped out at me here that made it seem much more like an interesting game rather than just a silly kind of tech demo uh, widget type of thing is that it seems like he's got dialogue based on what he's doing. So he's like muttering mm -hmm. to himself, being like, "Okay, post, post. <laughs> okay, gonna go on the rock. Gonna go on here." Mm -hmm. And then he also meets his weird Australian friends who tells him about grappling hooks. And I'm just, I don't know. This game looks extremely funny in that, in that kind of like, in that very quappy way. But also, I don't know, it's, it seems like it's got a lot more going for it technically. I think this is Unreal 5. I think they're really, they're really pushing the limits of uh, silly games about pajama guys falling in the mud. Mm -hmm. Yeah, You said in that silly co-op, you think this is going to be co-op? No, quap. Like Q, oh, Q-W-O-P, quap. Okay. You know? All right, okay. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, co-op? No, that would be co-op. I wouldn't put it past them to, to have like a co-op mode where one person has to control the, the each leg or whatever. Yeah, it yeah. seems like the kind of thing well, they would do. Just to they make did it... that with Octodad, so that mm. totally makes sense. Mm -hmm. Is this... And, and this also strikes me as one of those games that's going to be one of those like streaming phenomena that people just can't stop watching other people playing. Mm. Yeah, which feels like this feels tailor made for something like that. Yeah. You know, whether it be co-op, Octodad, or that going up game. People love watching other people climb stuff still in and silly fall. ways. So this feels like the natural next version of that. Yeah. yeah. Right Ho on. Hopefully there's like a singing version in this game so you can have doo-wop. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on, Max. All I'm right. sorry. Well, Let's move on. Let's move on to, uh, I think, wrapping things up because, you know, we, we touched on the big stuff here and, and really... Uh, yeah, we're, about, we're at time. What about Roblox? We're not going to talk oh, about Roblox? Talk the, new, Roblox? the new kid on the block? You didn't talk new about kid Avatar, on the block. Max. I'm very yes. proud of you. Well, I don't know what blocks. to talk about. Okay, you want to talk move about Roblox? Move over, Minecraft. Just, okay. Well, 
on that note, I think we're going to, no? let's, let's just do, let's do like a yes or no for this, for this state of play. Just how, how are we feeling? Are we doing, uh, I'm going to go with that. I'm not a down. Really? Oh, I think, I'm doing down. Okay. Can was, I do this? Was solid. This is my, huh. yeah, I'm kind of a solid wiggle. what though? Solid foam? Solid mud? <laughs> what the hell is solid foam? Uh, you fight him at the oh. end of Phantom Pain, but yeah. You, you uh, have to oh, down. Da oh, uh, okay. middle. Fine, it's middle. I don't know. If they, if they didn't show Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, I'd be firmly in the thumb down position. But be on the strength of the Rebirth footage we got, I'm putting it like middle of thumbs up. Look, okay, it's, it's uh, Spider-Man 2 I'm, and... So yeah, no Spider-Man Two and Resident Evil Four. Uh, Simon Ada got me in, in the in the middle. I gotta, I'm gonna stop doing this with my hand, but you know that's that's where it got me. Right <laughs> I just you know this is the second, at least the second one of these we've gotten from Sony, where it's a bunch of you know it's a bunch of leftovers, it's a bunch of snacks, it's all looks good, it all looks like a good time, it's a bunch of third party stuff, and then like a one little bit of a really good thing. And the last time we they did this with Spider-Man way back in what June, yeah, May. Uh, you know, that was a big chunk of Spider-Man. We got really excited. We came out of that like we were shot out of a cannon. We were like, yes, that was a great thing. And then I think as it sort of the hype wore off, we were like, was it though? And I think like what, 65% of the things they showed wound up being like, yeah, it's also coming to Xbox. So I mean, we got this. That that's a big problem. But like, what... What is what is PlayStation Studios doing? Like, what are they doing over there? You know, dude, what are you talking about? They're rendering that incredible trailer for three new colors for the Dual Sense: red, <laughs> blue, and silver. Wow, deep earth I colors. I don't know what y'all are smoking. Anyway, how, sterling how can, how can PlayStation satisfy you all? I'm so curious because I, I thought this was a solid showing. Well, I, did you, I did you like give it a thumbs up? I gave it a thumbs up. Okay, yeah. all right, that's good. That's fine. That's okay. this is I me defending thing, it now. Are we doing two thumbs up or one thumb up? Right, we're brand we're, new, new first party titles. I want to see something original from PlayStation at this point. Like, show yes, me what Spider-Man doing. Two. Okay, fine. Here's 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 mine. But but at this point, that's all stuff we know. Give me something new. Long gone are the days of mm -hmm. you know uh, Days Gone or right. Death Stranding. Something that is a first party title. Ghost of Tsushima two. New. Where are you at? Ghost of Tsushima. But even that's a sequel. I want to see something new. Give me something new. Where's In this the order economy? 1886? <laughs> yeah. Give me, give me the equivalent of that. Well, Come on. We have strong feelings about this. We'll be back next week on Beyond to talk about this and also talk about Akeem's Spider-Man impressions. In the meantime, keep an eye on IGN tomorrow because there's a ton of Spider-Man 2 coverage going up. Uh, gentlemen, thank you for joining me for hanging out. Of course. It was a blast hanging out with you. The foam stuff. The foamsters. The stuff. Back I don't know. in the I building. Have, I have mixed feelings. I don't want to be too negative, but uh, I don't know. PlayStation, I don't know. The holidays around the corner. Show off some exciting things. <laughs> and on that note, beyond. 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 Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world that ours is not a loving God. And we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.